On the 109th episode of Fantasy Lens, we get you ready for the playoffs with some strategy talk, discuss the marquee games of week 14, say our start sits, the boys try to win John's heart, and we give our boys of the week a start to show. Welcome to Fantasy Lens, where we are on the verge of the playoffs, I think. No, we are. In most leagues. Well, yeah, most leagues. I mean, I would say are 13 weeks long, and some are 14. I'm in a 14-week, but look, yes. And also, we're recording on Monday night, so we're going to be a little bit busy. Anthony's going to be screaming. Well, look, as long as Josh Adams doesn't do anything after this Darren Sproles touchdown, which I'm very happy for Sproles, I am very happy as I limp into the playoffs as a sixth seed. I will be perfectly fine with that. So, also, you got to think this is probably the oldest combined age of running backs I have scored in an NFL game. Oh, Sproles and Peterson, right? Thirty-five and thirty-three, or whatever Peterson is. That's yeah. You know what? That's probably right. I'm just saying. That's probably right. I um, ooh, halftime show, Captain Marvel uh, trailer. I like that. Um, sorry. Um. <laughs> But yeah, you're probably right. That's gotta be what, 67 yeah. years old. That's crazy. Um, also, alright, so, should we start with the good, the ugly, or the bad from this past week of football? Ooh, I mean. No. What'd you no, say? No great, no great stuff. Well, it's just, I mean, we could do that, but that'll be later. Yeah, I guess, uh, get the ugly out of the way? I don't know. Okay. And that's gonna be Kareem Hunt. Oh man, yeah, that's real ugly. Um, it's real ugly. Yeah, so obviously kicked off the Chiefs. Not going to be playing football for until next season and until six games in next season, probably. So, apparently, also, I just read somewhere there's like a January incident that happened as well. Yep, involving him. So there's two other fighting incidents involving him. So this is not women, but now here's the deal. Well, this is what I was trying to tell someone too: is that NFL and I, I'm gonna say other sports. There's a scale, and the scale goes how bad is your incident to how young and talented you are. And the higher you are on that talented scale, the more shit you can get away with before you're gone forever. So like Ray Rice. Obviously, video was terrible. Beat the shit out of that poor lady in the elevator. That's right. Yeah, and the poor lady. <laughs> it was still a poor lady, whether it was white or not. No, I know, but it's like it, it wasn't some random lady. I know, but but he was sort of on like just punching senior citizens the, on the street. He was on like the the, the downslope of his career, and I think that's the reason why he got no more gigs. Yeah, I like how they always um, talk about his incidents with his yards per carry in the same article. Like, it's always like, and he didn't play again. He was averaging 3.1 yards per carry. Be- <laughs> because that's what it's all about. So Kareem Hunt being, what, 23, 24? Yeah. Um, second season. Yeah, he will find work. Now, whether he's suspended for a full year next year, you, you're going to tell me that the team is going to be like, oh, yeah, no, we don't want that production on our team. Well, the thing is, he's going to be suspended for the six games because that's what the NFL policy is, and they're but, actually looks like they're going to be forced into. It'll be more than that into following it because well, 
I don't get how the NFL just botches these investigations when they get like three high profile cases and they just continue to botch them. They didn't interview Kareem Hunt. They di- didn't somehow get the video again. And I don't who who gets these videos at TMZ. I don't know. Someone does. Someone's doing their job, man. Someone's doing their job really well. But they're doing really well getting those. I mean, that's. Yeah. But you yeah, know, somebody face somebody off. It's just like a, it's a employee at the hotel. They probably email or call every employee at the hotel and see if anyone have access and see what it takes. And let's not let's not kid ourselves. TMZ is like they're huge. Like it may be if people may think of them as a joke, but mm. they're fucking huge. Like they they have the money and resources to get what they want. And they got the video. And, yeah. well, there it is. <laughs> and, I mean, it's just like, just like, out of nowhere it dropped after being investigated in February it started. And, like, it, the video itself, I feel like wasn't as bad as the Joe Mixon and Ray Rice ones, because like, yeah, like, yeah, he, he was going nuts and like, his intent was way worse than the amount of force that he hit that the and, woman with, and not, not to mention the lying. Well, yeah. also plays into well, it. As yeah, the Chiefs release him for the lying, not for the not for the kicking the whole incident. incident. Yeah. But like, but lying always makes it worse. You know, lying it doesn't help. It always makes it worse. So I don't know. I feel like it only wasn't worse because he had people holding him. Back. Exactly. Like, yeah. If he didn't have anybody holding him back. He would have. It could have been a lot worse. His intent was a lot worse than the outcome. Yeah. Look. Either way. He's gone for at least six, probably. I'm thinking. I'm thinking a year. I don't think he's gonna be back. They're gonna say he has a history of violence because of the last two. Yeah, and he's not gonna be back next year. Pattern of violence. So, look. I mean, I I think he'll play again for sure, though. Absolutely. Like, I mean, does he deserve it? I mean, I don't know. Like, I guess, like. With all these other incidents coming out, it's not really a second chance. It's more like a third or a fourth chance. Yeah. Depending um, on how bad the others are. It depends if he changes from Aaron Shostin's tradition. Like, yeah, uh, if exactly. If he a better person, sure. Last thing, you know what? And again, you're, you're 23, 24 years old. You're still, I mean, I, I hate to say it, but you're still a kid. Like, you're not... I, I don't like that argument because I was never that kid. But no, I know you're never that kid, but you know what? I feel like you can... You, this. What I'm trying to say is there's still room for maturity. And... Sure. You can change. And as, change. as you're saying, as you, the same thing you said, like, there's room for contrition. You can, you can move forward and mature and sort of, you know, make amends for this and be yeah, a better person. Do that at any age. I, but I, I feel like it's easier. I think the older you get, the more set you are in your ways. I think it also depends, uh, what kind of person you are, what kind of influences you have. I think if you're really into drinking and you're not a good drunk that you could completely change yourself as a person if you give up alcohol that's true i I think that's the biggest problem with most people that are violent is that they're drunks and they're not good at and they're not happy drunks and those once if those people ever give up alcohol they usually completely change yeah no that's a very good possibility but i know for his sake i hope he can you know Mature and figure his shit out, but yeah, it was it was fucking out of nowhere. I mean, for us at least. I mean, obviously people knew about it, but uh it just sucks. So, and also going back to like the changing, like the uh changing as a person thing. The interview he did with uh 
wasn't he? Lisa Salters on Sunday. Like he he was he was saying all the right things, but it's just a we got to wait and see if he actually puts it into into action. And and I mean Ray Rice was already saying like yeah, let me work with you, whatever. Let's yeah. Mm. And we've seen um, instances where people have said all the wrong thing. I mean, there's Greg Hardy who uh, who could not show less contrition. He. <laughs> Um, got another chance, fucked it up, and was like, "All right, I'll go to an even more violent sport and do MMA." <laughs> like, screw that! I, I would beat people for a living. So there's people that just like was it uh, completely don't show any. Was it Olden Smith? Very similar to. Yeah, it's like they don't. They're just you could tell that they're just really, really bad people. And somehow Vontez Perfect still plays in the NFL. <laughs> We, he yeah, just headhunts. I don't know what is off the... I know, I'm just saying the way. He's just such a dirty player. I'm just... <laughs> the, um... But, I don't mean, I don't know. I got nothing else to say about that. Yeah. Look, it's sucks. Sad, it, it sucks it, for... Sad situation. It's a, it's a sad situation. But, that they get the ugly out of the way, right? Yes. Alright, let's go to, uh, the bad. And that is Mike McCarthy. Oh, I was gonna say that's ugly as well, but yeah, it's bad. <laughs> um, yeah, finally let go by the Packers... Way and too late. I don't get, I mean, I get why, like, the former coaches on the talks, on the talk show, on the sport talk shows and everything say, oh, you don't do this to a coach. You, you know, he's been with you for so long. You can't fire him midseason. And on the other hand, it's like, yeah, you obviously fire him right now. So you get a, a leg up on everyone, on everyone else in the coaching search. Yeah, he'll be the Cincinnati Bengals coach before you know it. Right, and you could say like, yeah, well, we should have fired him for the last three seasons. <laughs> yeah. We've actually like done him a favor for a very long time, and this is the opposite of Rude. He he should have been out of here a while ago. Oh yeah, and also isn't it kind of crueler to just like let him hang about the last four games and answer questions every time every week? Like, no, I'm just focused on this game. I'm not worried about my job and everything. Yeah. When everyone else knows, hey, this guy's definitely game fired. And, and at this point, I mean, like, all right, so last week, they felt, they, you know, they still thought they had an outside chance. Yeah. You know, and Rogers was sort of like optimistic, you know, at least to the media. But like, at this point, like, what do you do? You're like, we're done. Like, get him out of here. Like, let him, you know, like I said, he has a, he has a leg up now on the, on the coaching and like, yeah, just, Done. Speaking of Rodgers, him and Brady, two guys I'd be worrying about starting in the fantasy playoffs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Brady. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. Although, I think Brady more so. Well, Brady's yeah, just being... Brady a little more so. Brady's being selfish just worrying about his personal rushing yards uh, accomplishments <laughs> and not about the team. Bro, man, a thousand rushing yards. I mean, it took him 235 games to get there, but he got there. <laughs> That's insane. That, that that's 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 an accomplishment, man. I guess. I mean, I guess it is. It's an accomplishment. I mean, the fact that you play that many games, one and two, you got a thousand yards. Wait, can't quarterbacks not lose any any rushing yards because every time they get tackled behind the line of scrimmage, it's a sack? I think it depends. If it if it looks like it's a designed run, oh, they they call it, they, they count yeah. Those so some, but although I guess really? yeah, so like someone like a. Lamar it, would, yeah, it wouldn't happen to, I guess it really wouldn't happen to a Brady, but like someone like a Vic or like a Lamar Jackson, like, you know, if, so you, if, you use a, 
an example from this decade. Well, Vic was like, you know, uh, uh, Randall Cunningham will go back even further. Okay. But like, when it looks like it's an actual design play, why a why a tittle? The, the, a run to ball, run the ball. Yeah, I believe they can lose rushing yards. It's not considered a sack. Hmm. So what, what's the other part of this? Um, what's the good of this game, John? Because I want to get to some uh, fancy playoff strategy. Okay, uh, the good was the Chargers. Uh, oh man, what a comeback! Coming back in the second half, Keenan Allen balling out. Our boy. Um, Philip Rivers having his ninth kid and balling out. Um, oh, wait, I got, I got, got a whole wait, I got, exactly. I can I, have, I mean, can we go to just quickly a few more uglies? I mean, yeah, this isn't a thing. It's just kind of a way know, to kick off. Yeah, but, yeah, but it turned, it, you turned it into a thing, so I'm okay. doing it. Right. Um, go ahead. Indianapolis scoring zero points. Um, only being down by less than a score by most in most of the game, but still letting Andrew Luck throwing it 52 times instead of trying to run the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, Carolina Panthers and Pam Newton throwing four interceptions, three to one guy in Tampa. I mean, that's ugly as shit. Now they're six and six, basically like on the fringe of the playoffs. I think ever ever since that we all agreed that the Panthers are a dark horse Super Bowl team and like they're they've a bully team out. and you wouldn't want to play in the playoffs. They've lost every. Well, game. every. Ever since I said Atlanta was a lock for the playoffs, they've lost like every single friggin' game, including now to this game to yeah. Baltimore. So, um, I mean, those were just two uglies that I saw. Um, um, I guess that's pretty I'm much I'm looking it. at two uglies right now. Oh. Ooh. But, uh, no, that, those, I just want to get it out of the way. I mean, scoring zero points after averaging, what, 29 a game, something like that is, is pretty, pretty ridiculous. So, um, but yeah, I mean, you, know, you brought up the segment. I, oh, I oh, uh, ugly saints suck apparently now too. <laughs> Can I remind everybody? Back in two thousand nine, Saints were thirteen and zero. They played Dallas and they lost. What happened? They won the Super Bowl. Yeah. So I will say, it's you know sort of coming full circle. We're going to lose to Dallas after being winning a 10, 10 straight games. Bam, Super Bowl victory. Pretty Sounds much a lo- It's pretty much a lock right now. You know, I'm just gonna say it's pretty much a lock. You just started. You started that spin zone as soon as the game ended, too. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Touch that. Do you want to go to the? Uh, you know, we got playoffs, and let's get some fantasy stuff going, right? Fantasy stuff. The one thing I do want to say is the uh, last thing before. Oh my god! How many one things before we go? Shut up, Brian. Um, is that? Um, I know this matters to nobody, but I will not be watching any more Saints game at a bar because that's the first time I did it all season and they uh, lost. So there's, so you want to talk about spin like spin on, spin on the game. That's my spin on the game. Oh, and the ugly Jets lose up uh, 16 point lead losing to the Tennessee. Titans. Uh, it's good though because they improved their draft stock. But they're, got, they're at the third spot right now. But you guys just look terrible. And that's another, uh, maybe, maybe, uh, McCarthy will be the Jets, uh, oh, manager. God. No, thank so. you. No, thank you. <laughs> all right. Let's move on, I guess, to week 14 and the, Fantasy playoffs for a lot of people. Okay. All right. Actually, what? Nah. Fantasy strategy. Fantasy. Wait, what was it? Fantasy strategy. What about it? Do you unload your bench that you're probably never going to use and plan ahead for the rest of the playoffs like you would be making it every time? So get a defense for every week. Yep. And get a quarterback for every week if you're not completely sold on your quarterback. 
Absolutely. Like under two running backs, two wide receivers, just pick up a bunch of T's and quarterbacks. Absolutely. I I am I am in the camp. And I think we talked about this many weeks ago um about stocking up on not stocking up, but like just looking forward to the weeks 14 through 16 and basically seeing which defenses have great matchups and picking them up because if you're not running I mean, look, I have the Bears defense. But do I want to play them against the Rams? No. Probably not. I mean, they just gave up they, 30 points to the Giants. Yeah, they only had, they only put up, I think in my league, my league was five points versus the Giants. So I picked up the Patriots, who actually had a really good game versus, uh, Minnesota. Oof, talk about ugly. Kirk Cousins, yeah, woof. What? You never know what they're going to do against Miami. It's such a wild card game. But what did you, would you rather play Chicago versus the Rams? I, no, but I think there's other defenses I might look at. Well, there the were place. other defenses I was hoping to look at, but that's not going to happen now. I mean, that was what the about that your Saints versus Tampa. Probably, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just don't know. In the in- interdivision game, Tampa looked pretty good versus Carolina. Um, Jameis Winston is like actually looking like a competent quarterback. That's yeah. Like the only other team that I had a shot at getting were. Denver, but they were they got picked up before me, and they're playing San Francisco. Listen, the two defense. I, I was saying this on Twitter. The two defenses that line up perfectly for the playoffs are Houston and Denver. Mm-hmm. It's too late for that now, though, because absolutely they're both picked Especially up. Especially for Houston, it's been too late for Houston for a while. Poor D has been pissed ever since she dropped Houston during her bi- Houston bye week. So ooh, you should have just held on to them, yeah, because um, they've just been going off every week on defense. Yeah. But if, if it's possible, I mean, maybe the Jaguars defense showed some. Mm. They showed they some. They got some bad match. They got good, well, good matchups. The last, I think they got some pretty easy matchups going forward. Yeah, they got Tennessee this week on a Thursday on a short week. You know, Tennessee coming off the win, maybe. Love that they're doing this, the Tennessee Jaguars Thursday night game again, because they didn't do it last year, and it used to be like it used to be the staple of shitty Thursday night football. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, they have Tennessee, Washington, so you're either getting Colt McCoy or Mark Sanchez. Or 90-yard rushing touchdowns by, you know, Peterson. <laughs> and then Miami. Yeah. So that's pretty solid. Yeah, and then Denver has um, San Francisco, Cleveland, Oakland. I picked up both Denver and Jacksonville in my league. Nice. That's a, that's a... I'm, I'm not even playing next week. I think the one league that I'm playing in, I Jacksonville's still available. That if I make the playoffs, and um, I think I might pick them up and drop New England, just because I think Jacksonville can get you know get at the quarterback. And Mariota had that one game where he was sacked like what, like eleven times. Yeah. So he's definitely and he's prone to throwing turnovers. So I, you know, what if I can get Jacksonville, I think Jacksonville is actually not a bad play this week. Yeah, I mean, I don't think. I mean, there's a chance New England is very good, but it's. They, it's such a weird when they do that game in Miami mm-hmm. against the Dolphins. It feels like the Dolphins always do just weird shit to fuck with them. I think <laughs> I think that was the um, the beginning of the Wildcat. The, yeah. yeah. The Dolphins. <laughs> no, I'm, like I'm not even joking. No, I think, no, it, was. I think you're right. no, it was. I know. I know you're not joking. I'm just laughing because this bringing up Wildcat, which is just um, and also kickers. I just want indoor kickers for the playoffs. Yeah, I want Farron Barron for the playoffs. Oh, Farron Barron, he's got a real nice schedule. Let me pull it up because I have him in a couple of weeks. I mean, at home versus Indianapolis to start, great, you know? 
Well, in our podcast league, where we are up by 16 and a half. It's close, man. It's close. Uh, let's see. Fair and Baron. He had 21. He a 20 pointer this, this yeah. week. Yeah. He was hitting, he was hitting some long ones. What the fuck? I'll tell you though, this week we, you know, we talked about, uh, Greg Zerline, you know, being solid kicker, obviously for the Rams. Yeah. Playing at Chicago. Like, conditions there may not be great. Which is why you take Fair Baron. Well, that's what Home I'm, versus Indy. I'm, I'm just saying, like, Greg Leg, who is like, uh, consistent, had a great game this week, has great games all season when he's been healthy and played. This might be a tough one at Chicago, but. And, so, but then Fairbairn's got at Jets, at Philly, both cold, uh, like. Circling winds and. Yeah. But this is what we're saying. So you throw your normal, where you're like, I don't want to have more than one defense or more than one kicker or more than one quarterback. You throw that out the window in the playoffs. Yep. Because you probably, without buys, you probably know the running backs and receivers you're playing mm-hmm. at this point. But these more um, uncommon positions are going to be the ones where you where they're more uh, matchup reliant. Like your receivers and running backs are usually um, going to do what they're going to do. And then other people are more matchup based. Yeah, I mean for sure. Like, I, I guess I agree with the kickers, defenses, and even if like you don't have a top flight tight end, maybe even you do that. I have a real wild card start for the first week in the playoffs. For what position? For anybody. For quarterback. Oh. For quarterback. All right, wait, wait. Mm-hmm. So wild. All right, so uh, I'm, I'm gonna look at the matchups here. I want to see who I think you are picking. I think I know who's, is it Lamar Jackson? It is not. Interesting. Is it, wait, 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 I think I got it. I'm gonna say it. Nick Mullins. It is not. Damn it. It is Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Oh, cause, yeah, Anthony, your, your mouse was on Buffalo, so I was like, oh, he's saying Josh Allen. No, it just, I would just, just Uh, happened to go there. Wait, so you, so you look at stuff you don't follow with your mouse? I was looking down, and I would just start, yeah. That's crazy. I always follow something. But I like Josh Allen against the, the Jets. The last, the two weeks since he's been back, he scored 28 and 34, I think. Um, 135 rushing yards last game. What, who is this guy? Uh, everyone's talking about Lamar Jackson as a runner. This guy, pounds are, he's like white Cam Newton over here. Um, <laughs> that, wow. mo- that move he pulled on Kiko Alonso where oh he turned him God. around four times. That was I- hilarious. Well, A, I hate Kiko Alonso, but... Really? Yeah, I'm not just not a fan of him. Drafted by the Bills? Yeah. And uh, I just... I, I That was a great move. Um, yeah. But I say he gets at least 140 yards rushing against the Jets. Wow. He'll, ma- he'll get like 100 passing yards, but... 140 yards. I was, I, the reason why I said Nick Mullins is because he threw for over 400 yards and I know a lot of garbage on But that, yeah, that was, that was, that was garbage yardage. It, it does not matter. It all counts. You literally have a tagline. There's no such thing as garbage time, John. And that is the, true. Den, the Denver Broncos just lost Chris Harris Jr. for the season. Um, I think he, I'm pretty sure he broke his fibula, something yeah. like that. So that's, you know, huge piece of that defense down. Um, at home, San Francisco, uh, Dante Pettis looked ridiculous. On a couple of plays. Um, I, I, I like Mullins as like a sneaky start if you know, you're worried well, about your quarterback. Well, you have, I mean, you have great matchups both ways in that with Keenum, um, playing the terrible defense and Mullins, um, not playing a terrible defense, but not the best pass D, but those are two run heavy teams right they are. now. 
Mm -hmm. So I don't know, even with great matchups, if I want to play them, because I just don't think there's too many touchdowns to go along. Mm. No, I understand. They're just too run heavy of a team. I mean, I have, I have some, alright, well, I'm in a, I'm in a situation, just think about it. I have Kirk Cousins at Seattle on a Monday night. Like, can't trust Kirk Cousins on primetime. You can't trust him a lot. Like, it's tough. Yeah. Like, or big games. He has the same thing, and I actually told her, I was like, if you want to be real daring, I really like Josh Allen this week. Like, I think she picked up Josh Allen and, um, and either Prescott or Mariota. Hmm. Yeah, it's just... I it's, forget who Prescott has. I think... Mariota wouldn't be a good play. For pretty simple matchup. But... Bowles uh, has Philly. Home but, versus Philly. Yeah, and Philly's... The cornerbacks are good. Uh, cornerbacks are terrible. I man. just don't know. But I still I still stick to your... your um, Like, if you have, like, quarterbacks you're not in trust, you know very trusting of like you don't have like some the top guys you're just gonna fucking play every week yeah pick up two or three pick up two you know defense same thing kicker same thing like it's worth it like play the matchups mm-hmm. at this point like if um and if I don't think he'll be out there somebody like Mitch Trubisky has some pretty good matchups coming up for yeah the but he's not gonna be available yeah, um, I doubt it. But that because you have to look at it. Because all right, so you have cousins. You don't want like it's tough to play him against Seattle. You have uh, in in Seattle in prime time. I don't trust him at all. Yeah, and then you have Andrew Luck, who has Houston, Dallas Giants. I mean, and those are all tough top of the line pasties. So right now this year, like, how do you can you play Andrew Luck? I mean, he just he's. Didn't score under twenty five for like ten weeks, but now he just put up nine. I just, I guess you have to play him. But. I feel like you have to play him this week. I mean, it's, I feels like a, this has got to be a like a I bounce mean, back in that game. I always feel, not always feel, but some of the guys that got you there, I have a hard time just um, just sitting them in a yeah. one week thing when yeah. you've been riding them. You played them like you know thirteen or like. 11 of 13 weeks or 10 of 13 See, weeks. I feel that about Andrew. Like an Andrew unless Luck. it's like, unless it's like the worst matchup. And this is a bad example because he's the best player in fantasy this year, but Baltimore at Kansas City, that's a tough matchup for Patrick Mahomes. If it was, uh, oh, he's playing him. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm saying like, I'm still gonna, I'm still playing him. But if it was a slightly lower quarterback and I had Keenum on my bench. Yeah. Going up against, ooh, going up against, uh, Cincinnati, and it's a two QB league, so I got Ryan, Matt Ryan as my other QB too. Yeah. I'm thinking, do I play, uh, Case Keenum? Alright, well, alright. That's actually, yeah, not a bad, bad, uh, bad thought. And you actually just brought my attention. Actually, they're playing San Francisco, I'm sorry. Would you rather play Kirk Cousins, or if he plays Lamar Jackson? I say Lamar Jackson just because it's Kansas City. They're gonna have to just he, he can, Kansas he, City always against the run is is not great. He'll run for a hundred plus yards. Yeah, that's a tough one. Him and him and Josh Allen are in the same boat right now. Where I don't think I don't see them getting you less than eighteen points, and I could see Kirk Cousins doing that, getting you less than eighteen. But then there's always the opportunity where Kirk Cousins just loses his mind and throws for four touchdowns and three fifty, like. Lamar Jackson can't do that. No, he can't. 
So like, it's like, do I want the the higher floor, which is Jackson's probably fifteen, or the the high ceiling, which is like thirty nine to thirty or fifteen to twenty? Yeah, like I think I might go. Ja- I mean, depending, I gotta look at like if I even make the playoffs. I gotta hopefully Jackson, the, uh, Josh Adams continues to crap it out. Um, crap, I, crap, I think crap it out. I still like Josh uh, Josh Allen more than all of them, well, and I feel so weird saying wow, that's crazy. Josh Allen in a playoff game. Well, if you're really excited to see him, you can go to the Buffalo Bills Stadium for seven, as low as $7. Really? <laughs> so if you want to go see the Jets play the Buffalo Bills in cold-ass weather in Buffalo in December, it's only cost you $70. $7. Did you know that you can rent an RV and park it in a lot overnight and leave the next morning for Buffalo Bills games? I did not know that. You can. Pretty cool. My friend, my friends and I were going to do that for a Jets Buffalo game, the one where they blew it in uh, week 17 oh, to miss the playoffs. That would have sucked. Yeah, it would have sucked. But it, always, it always sucks to go to rent, a game. Renting RVs is ridiculously expensive. I want to, I want to rent whatever those people had next to <laughs> us at like, the game. That's like the pit at a NASCAR, right? You, you rent something and you stay over. Yeah, right? pretty, pretty much. Yeah. Oh, like in the center? Yeah. That you know about? Yeah. That's insane. Tommy did that once, and I was like, what? You're going to an NASCAR thing? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm going with uh, some people. We're going to go. It's like camping. And I was like, really? I didn't I didn't even know you could go in the middle. Like, I, that's how unfamiliar I am I'm with saying, NASCAR. You damn damn the Yankee. Picture, I was like, oh, yeah, there are a whole bunch of people in the middle. Right do, there. That's where the real fans go. Do people they just, like, camp out? But do people actually sit there and, like, watch the entire race? Yeah, it's like a big party in there. No, I, I, I get the I get the party part, like yeah, drinking and across the road during the. Race? But like, I mean, like I get the whole like drinking and having a good time and you know grilling whatever. But like, if you actually sit there and like fucking watch the cars go around for fucking four hours, like, th- is that really? So you're saying do NASCAR fans like the sport of NASCAR? I would assume so. It just seems, but I don't know. Do baseball fans sit in seats for four hours <laughs> just to watch a guy throw it 95 miles per hour and a guy yeah, maybe hit it? I don't know. I just not my thing. I used to look. Don't get me wrong. I would. I used to, I followed NASCAR for a long time, but I could never sit down and watch a race for more. Sounds than like you weren't a true fan. Sounds I, like you didn't follow NASCAR. No, no, for no. no. A long time. I'll give it. I'll give it with John. I'm not a true fan. He would. He would follow it for maybe an hour at a time. I'd follow it. As in, I knew who would win, I knew who was racing, I knew who was, you know, what car, and I'd watch it here Why and there. Why would you follow a sport you don't like to watch? Because I was just... That's what I'm confused because about. Because I'm young, and I used to watch... I used to follow every sport. Like, that's what, what I love. Highlight? Oh, yeah, huge Highlight fan. Hmm. Yeah. No, but seriously, like, all, like, the the bigger sports, like, in this country, I seem to tend to, like, gravitate towards. Like, I used to love college football. Not a huge fan of college football anymore. I used to follow... Um, oh, what else? Uh, tennis? I used to fucking follow tennis like crazy. I used uh, to be Pete Sampras. No, I used to be a huge Jim Courier fan, but that makes no sense. Why would I fucking care about Jim Courier? But I did. I don't know who that is even. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I just don't even pretend anymore. I know what you're talking about. In but, like high school, I pretended to have like a favorite college basketball team and a favorite this and a favorite that. But I was like, I don't actually like these things. But now with the, yeah, exactly. Now at this point, I'm like, this sounds like, and now I look back and I'm like, like, that's why I'm asking, like, do people actually really watch? I mean, I guess they do because obviously you have fans, but like, I have. Although it's, the ratings of it are going down faster than any other sport. Really? Yeah. I mean. It's getting really bad. Whatever. I, I like my four teams. I like four teams. 
And that's that's basically it from four yeah, majors. Four sports. random ass teams. Four majors, not random. First off, only well, only one of them isn't random. Random, as you would quote unquote call it. All right. Any other random teams? Any other playoff strategy that we want to talk about? Um, I mean, what do we feel about? I mean, t- I mean, just say tight ends is is a graveyard right now. Greg Olson done. That's like the fourth tight end to go down in three weeks. Yeah, but yeah, but he honestly he's been doing shit the past few weeks anyway. That's um, hurt. Ebron's still doing his thing and he's continuing to do his thing. Um, if I mean, he's not a, Trey Burton maybe will be good once nah. if Trubisky comes back. Maybe, but if Connor's out for a week or two, Jalen Samuels has running back and tight end eligibility. So he's basically a writing back that you slot into that tight end and rack up all those extra points. Interesting. Oh, yeah, that's not bad. Interesting. This is, so this is interesting to me that in my league, the, the teams in the playoffs mm-hmm. have Ertz, Kittle, uh, Kelsey, Ebron, Gronk. Not that Gronk's been good, but like, it's kind of showing the tight end matters. It, it, and maybe that's just a coincidence. Oh, it's absolutely a coincidence. <laughs> all of the playoff teams have the top best six, tight ends. the top six tight ends, basically. Yeah, that's a huge coincidence. The huge coincidence. I mean, maybe it's not. I, w- I mean, if we could look back through previous years, I'm sure we could could find out. But no, yeah. I mean, that's it's a um, especially. This year, it just seems, I don't know, every year it seems to be that the gap between the elite tight ends and, like, the middle of the swamp or whatever. Oh, it's, it's, it just keeps, the swamp just keeps expanding. I mean, look, I mean, Austin Hooper is like the number six tight end in fantasy, number seven tight end in fantasy. And, I have him and, in, in your, in the haters club. But like, and I, and I have him in the team, in the league that I'm probably hopefully gonna make the playoffs. But like, you really put him in the same fucking sentence as any of those tight ends that like, like that we you just named. Like, is he anywhere near Kittle? Like, no. no. Like, he's closer to a fucking. I, I can't even like think. Like, I don't even think no no a tight end to even name him to. Like, that's how like. No, he's just the nondescript tight end that will catch that will get you a touchdown every couple games, and when he doesn't get a touchdown, he gets you five points. It just it's it's baffling like how he's like number six. See. Uh, which is why I am becoming more and more. I guess I shouldn't say this because I did draft Kittle in most of my leagues, and that was really late, and it's worked out. But I am warming up to using your third or fourth round pick on a tight end because everybody who picked Kelsey or Ertz early this year is doing pretty well. Yeah. Like you just you just have an automatic um, ten point lead. Going into every single week. Yeah, and I still, but I'm still against the second round picks for like someone like a Gronk. Like, I still think those are like the. I think those are that's too early. Like, well, because he's being dragged. He was year only because he's probably it's either the last year or the second to last year of his career. Probably, but I still always thought that it was a too early pick for him in the second round. Um, but I agree. I mean, a fourth. Fourth round pick for someone like a Kelsey. I mean, he's still young. Well, he wasn't making it past the third this year. Yeah. All right. So third round pick for he's someone who's, third who's still in his you know, in his twenties. Um, 
He's had got no health like issues ever shown, really, right? Mm, um, he was on a reality dating show. All right, that's so the only red flag that's mental had. mental that, health. I'm just saying that's the only red flag. Um, I think of. And obviously now on an offense, that's insane. Like he's perfect. Kittle is just you know another talent. Um, yeah, Didn't I mean, Ertz have a reality show too with his and wife. Ertz. Or Ertz? With his wife? Something with his wife. Maybe it's just like a good thing for maybe Kittle needs to be the next person uh, to do reality. Yeah, maybe. I mean, Ertz is married to uh, a really good defender on the U.S. women's national soccer team. Yeah. Let's not forget we're going to get Hunter Henry back next year. Which, you know, we all were. Hunter here. Henry, I don't know about that. Don't you dare. I'm just, <laughs> he was a boy. I hope he comes back. Philip yeah. Rivers loves his he wide receivers. So, um, just a quick aside here. Josh Norman makes this interception. Yeah. He runs with it. Um, the way he stiff arms, and there's like three other people. It's funny that Beckham is one of them that does it too. Do you think it should be illegal? So there's the stiff arm where you hold your arm stiff and you put it in someone's face. Yeah. And you knock them down. But there's a couple guys in the league that just look like they're palm punching guys. Like they just want to palm punch. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like they kind of give like. Norman wasn't even – there wasn't even a guy that, like, was in his view to tackle. He was just searching out guys and, like, palm-punching them in the head. And, like, every time he passed somebody, he'd palm-punch somebody in the head. And, like, I guess you're allowed to do that because it's a stiff arm. But it was really like, violent like, a, and, yeah. like unnecessary. Like an open hand punch. <laughs> yeah, well, like – and I love Beckham, but he does it all the time. A lot of players. Like, there are about to drag you out of bounds, and it's not even a stiff arm because you're not knocking him to the ground. You're just palm punching him right in the floor, <laughs> like, well, like you're just trying to concuss him. I'm right? guessing if a 200 and something pound, you know, person's flying at you, all full of muscle, I guess that's a way to get him down, right? I don't, I don't know. I don't know, but I actually don't. Get... Well, they, they, it's not even people flying at him. I'm talking about like so you're stood up or somebody's trying to drag you out of bounds. Or you're running past somebody. I'm not talking to, like, because the stiff arm is a cool move where your arm is out and you push the guy to the ground. I'm talking about, like, you're just running past somebody and you, like, search him out and you just <laughs> punch him right in the head. <laughs> well, they're in your way. The, uh, they actually started calling it this year more, uh, I've, uh, I've seen. But when offensive guys do the stiff, when they do the stiff arm, but they, they grab the face mask of the defensive guy. And don't let go for a second. The def- the defensive guy did that to the offensive guy. That that's a face mask yeah. penalty every time. But I've noticed it that they finally started calling it on the offense. I I I always thought that was unfair. Well, yeah, yeah that is unfair. I agree. I agree, and they should be calling that because you should not be allowed to get any sort of like you know pull on someone. Yeah. So whether you're offense or defense, but yeah, no, because like it's just good. as dangerous for the defensive guy to get his face oh, yeah. mask pulled. Oh yeah. Um, alright. Well, I'm glad we went over, uh, this was, this was our, um, minute for the rules. That was like <laughs> 15 minutes for the rules. Nah, a little bit. Alright, let's want to move on to some games. Yeah, let's go, let's go some games. Uh, I mentioned this one earlier. This is probably, this is my most interesting matchup of the week. I'm going, uh, Ravens at the Chiefs. Yeah, man. One of the fun. best, uh, defenses all year. Yep. Uh, they shut down the Falcons this past week. I mean, the Falcons' offense is just has looked pitiful at times. Looks so bad this week. Um, Julio Jones had like one and a half non like standard points. Oh, terrible, terrible last week of the season for anybody that really needed him. Uh, for yeah, classic beautiful Julio Jones. Love it. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm happy to but, see the Falcons fade, fade and uh, 
But yeah, let's not talk about them. Let's talk about the Ravens. Yeah, so Ravens at Chiefs. Um, for the Chiefs, obviously, you're still starting Mahomes. You're starting Kelsey. You're starting you're th- Hill. I, I don't care. I don't care how bad that th- Hill looked like. How, that was so bad by him. He oh, dropped so many good passes. He he's the most inconsistent, up and down, elite receiver. It was Antonio Brown has a solid fifteen point, like twelve fifteen point floor that can go up to like twenty five twenty eight. Hill has the thirty five point ceiling. But six point four. Yeah, and he dropped he, so many passes. He the, isn't he the leader in fantasy right now for wide receivers? He might. He might still be. He Who? Might, Hill. Yeah. Well, he, Antonio Brown's like he's six the points. Leader be, in fantasy. Antonio Brown's is is within single digits. But that, but that, the, that's because Hill has like forty five points, then nine, yeah. then like thirty points, and then like twelve, and like he's he's awesome. Don't get me wrong. Like he'll put up numbers, but. Watching him drop like three or four passes where he had both hands on the ball, it was it's frustrating to see that. Um, but obviously you're not sitting him like that's mm-hmm. just dumb. It takes one it takes one throw for Hill to have 15 points. So like you, you're obviously playing. Him. It's just a tough. It's a tough first um, game of the fantasy playoffs if you've been riding those Chiefs. Like yeah. it's just it's, yeah, it's not a matchup you want. Um, the guy who has pretty much been riding the Chiefs in my league, has a bye, so it's perfect for him. Um, I have a bye in our league where I have Hill, so it's good for me. But if you have those guys and you don't have a bye, that sucks. It's actually, so the guy who has Mahomes isn't making the playoffs. The guy who has Hunt, obviously, he's making the playoffs, but he doesn't have Kareem Hunt anymore. The guy who has Hill is not making the playoffs. The only guy who's making the playoffs is Kelsey. Like, Pretty insane to think, though. Like those big point scorers didn't get those teams to the playoffs. Yeah. So yeah, that's rough. The yeah, both of these side Mahomes, I'm going to the playoffs. No big deal. Um, the the only guy I'm sitting on the Chiefs is where. Um. Yeah, I don't want to experiment with where yeah. against Baltimore. Yeah, that's that's tough. Like man. he had a decent game. He had what seventy yards and a touchdown. But that, that was a, that was a barely touchdown. Barely scored that touchdown. That was and, a really bad defense. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. A, a fantastic matchup. Yeah, Damian Williams actually looked pretty decent. Like, obviously you're not playing him, but like, in the limited action he had, he looked pretty shifty, catching some passes out of the backfield. Um, not, you know, so just, you know, keep an eye on him. Like, if, you know, where it goes down or something like that in this game or whatever, but Damian Williams, not a bad, uh, insurance policy. And that's the, well, that's another strategy you'd have is to just, Handcuff your star, yeah, your star running back that's in a good system, Malcolm Brown to Todd Gurley. Yep. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, I get that handcuff now. You don't want some freak accident to yeah. to kill you now. But as I say, it has to be in a good system. It can't be some I don't know. Can't think of a awesome running back that's on a shit offense. So Lashawn McCoy handcuffing him with Chris Ivory. <laughs> Is that what you're looking? You're looking like something. I mean, like no. But I'm actually starting LeSean McCoy against the Jets this week, probably. You, uh, Wayne Gallman? Are you talking about Wayne Gallman? Maybe. Is that a bad? Is that a bad handcuff to have? Yeah, no, he sucks. <laughs> and that John, like, it's just Saquon's just that great. Like Wayne Gallman's been good when he gets opportunities. Yeah. But like that's to say, like Saquon's just a ridiculous talent with a shit offense. So you're not going to handcuff him. Yeah, that's, that, not, that's you're all. You're not him. grabbing Gallman. You're not being like I need Gallman. But yeah. 
But no, um, no, it's a great matchup. I really, I'm really excited to see. What it should be a really good game. Yeah. And on the Baltimore side, just you can't play any of the receivers because they only throw like eight times a game. Yeah, you don't know who to trust. You don't know what's going on there. It looks like Max Andrews is a guy who catches the most. Like the Brian, best, stop the, tapping. The bet. Yeah. What are, <laughs> what are you, oh yeah. What are you doing? What, what was that? Goddamn. Um, Percussion in the back. Max Andrews was like the only guy who like catches decent passes from uh from Lamar Jackson, but um and the the Gus bus left late in the game. Uh, yeah, yeah, but looks like he should be okay. I'm hoping he's all right. If not, though, I think Kenneth Dixon would be the guy you wanted to play. I mean, I'm not playing Buck Allen ever. No, Buck Allen's done, man. It's between <laughs> it's if Gus Allen go, if Gus Edwards goes down, it's between Dixon and Montgomery. But um, which you know Dixon is is decent at you know pass catching, so. Um, but yeah, it's, it might be tough with Gus Edwards if they get down big early, because he doesn't catch passes. So, a little worried about, little, little worried about the Gus bus, um, if he's not too healthy and, you know, but Lamar Jackson not a bad play. Any other thing, thoughts on this game? On that game? No, I mean, I just, I'm excited to watch it, it's gonna be a fun game. Me too. Hashtag me too. Um, alright, let's go into another... Uh, game that we previously slightly mentioned, but should be. Oh, there goes Adams. No, that we. Uh, which should be a fun one too. Is Colts at Texans? Kind of tampered by the the Colts' performance against the Jaguars. It'll change. It'll get. Better. If 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 there was a nine ugh, nine game winning streak and a six game winning streak going into this, would have been awesome. Yeah, but still, I mean, nice nine game winning streak though. And I mean the Colts. Pass defense has been is ranked pretty uh, pretty high for passing yards. I mean, and the Texans uh, defense is just going off. I have the Texans defense and Broncos defense choosing Broncos because they're playing San Francisco. Yeah, you gotta choose the Broncos. But um, but yeah, no, I still, still play Texans. I, feel I like. still like uh, the Texans defense in this game. I'm not gonna say that they're not gonna give up points. Because Andrew Luck, I think, is going to find a way to get back, and um, they'll they'll figure something out on that offense. But there will be some turnovers to be had, and they're going to get some sacks, and that that using defense is just going. They're going to they're going to get the job done. I, I think they're going to win ten straight. I think they're going to win this game at home. But uh, it should be a great matchup. I just they got to Colts got to learn to run the ball more. Run the ball more. Right? Am I am I wrong? With well, that? I mean, they just—I mean, Marlon laughs not not great. But they gave him eight carries. You can't do anything with eight carries. It's you need you know it's it's crazy. Fifty-two attempts, fifty-two passing attempts, and you were only down by less than a touchdown the entire game. Naeem Hines was sort of effective at points, but you needed <laughs> to establish a run. They couldn't. They, they they gave no opportunity for it. It was just a bad game plan. I think they'll change it up a bit this week. Yeah, and I don't know how you run that many plays and not score any points. Well, there was one or two drives in. A, I think it was two drives in a row where they the Jags stopped them one time around midfield, um, and the Colts were punting. The Jags committed a penalty to give the Colts a first down. Oh yeah, they kept doing that. That's right. And then. Uh, the on a Vinatieri field goal attempt that he made, they were all sides. That's right. And then the Colts somehow didn't score. Yep. After that, they got so. shut down. Um, yeah, they they just it was just it was it was a horrible game. It was horrible. 
for the Colts. But I think I think it should be definitely a much much better game. Um, you know, Watson I think is is not a bad play. He hasn't had the highest of upsides like he had last year. And um, what do you guys think about how about this? All right, so we know Hopkins obviously, but what, mm-hmm. what about Miller? <sighs> what, what did he do this week? What about Lamar Miller? It's uh, just I can't. I feel like we just talk so much trash about him. I I just can't, in good conscience, say I'm gonna play. I would play him. <laughs> I know, but he's hard. He's hard to sit. He's not the worst. The Colts run D, and yeah, you're gonna have to have a stack team not to play him. Exactly. He was. He actually had 103 yards on 19 carries, so it wasn't terrible. I mean, yes, and they got up big. I mean, big. Yeah. First of Browns. So he had a lot of opportunity to, you know, run that ball. But, yeah, like Brian said, you have to be stacked to not play Miller. Right? Right. Yeah. Right. 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 I don't like it, though. <laughs> I don't like it. I think it's like 12 points waiting to happen. There you go. Double-digit points, you should be happy as your RB2. Right? Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah that's, that's what you want out of your RB2. Not exciting. Not exciting. It's better than what Mac, Marlon Mack gave you because they didn't run the ball. So, um, I have nothing else to say about that game. I don't. I'd rather move on. Okay, let's go. Hopefully, there's an even better game next. Uh, I mean, I hope so. It's another uh, offense defense kind of game. Rams at Bears. Oh yeah. Now, I mean, Mitch Trubisky. They said he should play this week, which helps. Which Definitely ha- helps. Yeah. I mean, Alshon Jeffrey, he had a few nice catches. Uh, Tariq Cohen was really the whole, whole enchilada behind the... Alshon Jeffrey? No, 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 Tariq Cohen. No, what about Alshon Jeffrey? Oh, he had a couple nice catches. Wait. What about... Oh, no, not Alshon Jeffrey. Alan Robinson, what Alan Robinson. Oh, my God. Okay, yeah. All right. Wow. Yeah, that, I was, he was the guy I was going to bring up. Do you trust him back in against the Rams? And a flex. Yeah. And a flex. Yeah, Cause I mean, so. there is going to be, oh, only if Trubisky plays. Let's just, let's right, just preface that. Alan Robinson or Lamar Miller. If Trubisky plays. If Trubisky plays, Alan Robinson. Or, oh man. I'm rolling the dice with, with Robinson. I think the Rams are going to put up a decent amount of points that Trubisky's going to have to throw in. I'm going to, I'm going to bet. That Robinson catches a touchdown. I don't care if Akeem Talib plays. I don't care what happens. I I want Robinson over Miller. The only thing is that they play Sunday night. So if he's questionable, you might be unsure, and you might you might be well, le- you, know you might be left out in the dark Un- if yeah, he doesn't play. Unless it's certain, or, I mean, if Trubisky doesn't play. That's, that's what I mean. I mean. Unless it's certain, Trubisky's if it's only certain, then yes, I go Robinson. If there's a question mark, you're right. Since it's a Sunday night game, I'd go with Miller. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. But I think Trubisky's gonna play. I hope he does. I mean, this would be a nice game. I mean, it's gonna be a little tough. I mean, who knows? I mean, do you think the weather holds any factor for the Rams? Night game in Chicago in December? I mean, that could that play. I mean, it's not like it's gonna. It's not like it's been crazy cold. It's been thirties and forties. It's not like it's in the teens. Yeah, but you know, what if you know night game? It could get down to the twenties. Could be windy. Maybe who knows? Maybe a little snow. Like no, I mean, I agree with that. This but. this could. Uh, this could, I mean, it only benefits the Bears, right? Yeah, for sure. The cold. I mean, I'm not playing them in defense at all, so, obviously, but. 
But I'm just saying, like, I don't know, just it makes for a more interesting game. Let's just say that. I think yeah. week when you saw this game on the schedule week one, you probably didn't think, all right, this is going to be a great Sunday night game as, as maybe it could be now. So, Yeah. So, I mean, Jordan Howard is a no, right? You think it's just Tariq Cohen in that backfield? Yeah, you don't play Jordan Howard. Yeah, it's only Tariq Cohen. It's going to be – because, yeah, it, it's got to be. It's got to be Tariq Cohen. Um, and it's, I mean, with the with the dearth of uh, tight end play, it's tough to say Trey Burton, but well, all right. If you had Austin Hooper or Trey Burton, who would you play? Hooper. Really? Even over? Even though they're gonna? Ha- you think possibly Trubisky's gonna have to throw maybe thirty-five times? Yes. Because Trey Burton only catches touchdowns when he does get shovel passes. I mean, all right. I don't know. I might. I might be inclined to play Burton over Hooper. In this in this matchup alone, like this is the only matchup I think mm-hmm. I might be inclined to do it. That's fair. But um, and how about Reynolds? Like, what a disappointment after everyone was talking him up because he's been looking pretty decent, getting a lot of targets, two catches this past week. Um, would you be interested in playing Reynolds in a flex position? Where Reynolds or Rob Robinson? Probably Robinson. I mean, going Reynolds, um, I'm probably playing like. A DJ Moore probably playing, um. A Godwin? Humphreys? Yeah, Godwin. Definitely Humphreys. Humphreys is, is on fire right now. Um, probably, I mean, for, uh, Crab, uh, versus Crabtree. No, I'd rather play Reynolds. Reynolds over Crabtree. Uh, alright, Traquan Smith versus, versus, um, Reynolds. Smith going up against the Bucks. That's a juicy matchup, but Breeze has Breeze and Payton are just you know what? We're gonna show how great we are. We're gonna show how cool we are. We're just gonna spread it around. No one's gonna get a shit ton of points. We're just gonna spread it around to everyone that no one has. Look at us. <laughs> it's very <laughs> That's selfish of them. Probably what they're thinking. Very yeah, selfish. It's of them, so to selfish be honest. of them. All they have to do is throw it to one more guy who hasn't caught a touchdown yet, and they'll set the record. Um. I think, you know what? I think I'd play, after like, a shit game coming back, I think I'd play Traquan Smith over Reynolds. Mm-hmm. I could just see it happening versus the Bucks. Everyone writing him off. Oh, he was coming back, he was terrible, blah, blah. The whole Saints are terrible. Like, this is a different ballgame. Yeah, I'd play Traquan Smith over Reynolds. I, I, I don't, I don't feel comfortable right now with Reynolds after that, after that game. I don't know. I just, I don't know. Maybe, yeah, you maybe, got spooked? Maybe he's just not that good. So. But I like the matchup. Great game. And you have one more for us, I'm hoping. Yeah. Wait, do we want to talk about, um, do we want to talk about Todd Gurley taking a random, oh my random God. route and, and screwing a bunch of people? Yeah, it's not even like there was like, there was two and a half minutes. There was two and a half minutes left. <laughs> that was a terrible, like, I he's think... just a, Todd Gurley's just addicted to fucking with people. Well, whatever. I don't care. It didn't screw me in any league, so I don't give a shit. Whatever. Alright, well, the, uh, final game, again, we talked about this one earlier, but primetime Kirk Cousins and the Vikings in Seattle, where, uh, Adam Thielen just got a touchdown basically, got into a fight with Bill Belichick, didn't get that many yards, Stefan Diggs was frustrated all night, he was yapping to the refs, yapping to anyone that would want to hear him, um, and Kirk Cousins, what do you get? Like ten points? Not even around there, maybe a little less. Damn, how many inter- 
inter- points and interception yeah. cost you. And on the other hand, you got the Seahawks, where at one point Russell Wilson was three of no uh, four of six with three touchdowns. Yeah, which was the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, he that was pretty ridiculous. It's Russell Wilson time, baby. Yeah, it is Russell Wilson time. Bringing home fantasy championships well, for people. Well, what do you feel about? Okay, the Vikings have a pretty, pretty top defense for rushing. Yeah, and Seattle has the best rushing offense. So, how do you feel about? I mean, Chris Carson. Like, obviously, you're gonna play him, but like, you I mean worried a little bit. Yeah, it's a tough one. I could see this being a game where he gets like 70 yards rushing without a touchdown, and it's like, all right, well, he might have averaged 4.2 yards a carry, but um, he's sitting there with nine and a half points. Yeah, yeah. What about Rashad Penny? He's kind of gotten back into the fold with Pete Carroll and that offense a bit. He did, he did yeah, it. but it's hard to play him in a playoff game. Yeah, I mean, he had the nice like longer rushing touchdown. I mean, that was... You know, he gets knocked down earlier on, like, like in that, like, one rush. It's not going to be such a great game for him. Like, I just think Carson is the guy you'd want to play and trust most in that offense. Um, Dalvin Cook on the other side, I feel like the problem is the Vikings just want to throw, 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 throw. But, I mean, Cook looked good, like, in the attempts that he had for, um, uh, first, first the Patriots. But, He's still doing a pretty good split ski with uh, Latavius Murray. But, but he, Latavius Murray did shit though, right? He, Cook was averaging like five or six yards per per, uh, per touch, I think, on uh, yesterday, somewhere around there, and he looks really good. So I, I just, I mean, you're gonna, I, I would play Cook. Seattle's rush defense isn't great. I think you can, you can run, but you, you, you can definitely run on Seattle. You might, you're not gonna get a sh- like. I should turn yours. I but. think it's going to be a similar. I, honestly, I'm going to say Carson and Cook are going to have similar point totals. That, that I'm, I'm going to throw it out there. I don't care if you if you agree with me or not. That's what I'm going to say. So, um, I mean, that's pretty. That's a pretty uh, milk toast <laughs> take right there. I'm just well, you know, Cook hasn't. I just feel like, um, as I said, Seattle's the uh, the only team that runs the ball more than it throws in the league. Um, and the Vikings don't really run the ball that much. They throw it a shit ton, and it doesn't seem to show on Kirk Cousins' stat sheet for some games. Okay, I'm, I'm calling my shot right here. Uh, Chris Carson breaks a couple big runs late because the Vikings' defense gets run down. Interesting. Interesting. Just calling right now. That's cool. I, I Chris Carson gets not cool, 80% of his points in the fourth in quarter. In the fourth quarter. Interesting. That's cool, man. <laughs> That's cool, man. Um, I have another... Um, Running back to bring up. Okay. That just entered a crowded backfield, but had a good game. What do you guys feel about White, who's been solid all year, had, what, 90 yards receiving? Yeah. Like, a very good game, but Burkhead's back now, and he's not going to get any rushes. So, like, do you think he um, still carries an insane amount of value as a receiver with Burkhead back, even though he showed at this game, could there be a letdown coming with him? Is this going to be the thing where White is the, the, I don't know how to put this, the bell cow, bell cow receiving running back, uh, up until the red zone, and then they bring Burke, Burkhead in? 
Or is yeah, it, or, I'm kind of afraid of that. Or is it just too much of a layoff where Burkhead's maybe get five touches? I still... And not valuable touches. Because James White has shown that he's he's got a nose for the end zone, I feel like. Yeah, for sure. And I'm, I'm very worried about... Is M- Michelle, though. Well, not if they keep giving it to the fullback instead of Michelle at that one-yard line. Oh, yeah. There was a, re- there was a ridiculous amount of um, vulture touchdowns. Oh, my God. Yeah, Keem Hicks, that was a vulture. Um, and also the two times on David Johnson. Oh, my God. Uh, but anyway, go, going back to the, 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 the Patriots, though, I, yeah. I still like White um, in a PPR format. I mean... I like him more than Burkhead, obviously. Um, well, yeah. Um, and I just, I just, he's too dynamic not to be played. And I, I think for someone like Miami, I think that's a good game where you're going to see White catch about six to eight passes, whether it goes for a hundred yards or it goes for 70 yards. Um, he's definitely worth the play because I think he's going to get you double, he's going to get you double digits regardless and hopefully that touchdown. So what, uh, White Carson or Cook? White Carson Cook. Alright, so let's go. I'm gonna go. It's close. Even though I said Carson and Cook can get very similar, I could see what John would say about wearing down the Vikings defense at the end. I think I'm gonna go Carson White Cook. Carson White Cook sounds like a funny nickname. <laughs> uh, that's Carson White, White Cook. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go the way I said it. White Carson Cook. Yeah, I think I agree with Brian here. It's just for the guy who says that Cook Carson is gonna break off two massive runs in the fourth quarter. Like no, Chris Carson, not Cook Carson. PPR catching guy. Yeah. Um. Let's look at. All right, I'm just gonna look at White's stats. The only he's reason- been remarkably consistent, if not, like, he hasn't been that, in, like, amazing, but he's so consistent. The only reason why I picked Carson over White is because... I scratch that. Of, the only reason why I picked Carson, <laughs> the only reason why I picked Carson over White is because of what I said before, is that the Seattle Seahawks are the only team to run the ball more than they pass the ball, and they are the best rushing team in the NFL. So, I, with that in mind, I think that He's gonna have that most opportunity. Like, yeah, yeah. I think they White really like Carson. They do. And Carson looks like good. They just seem to like him as a person. He's so bruising <laughs> too. Like he, I, he's one of those guys where I just feel like he just falls forward for five yards, no problem. Yeah, he, he's great for their style. If you want to wear a team down and uh, um, control possession and do everything they have wanted to do all season, he is very good for their style. Well, it's nice he's doing well. Hopefully, I mean, they fucking drafted a running back in the first round, so who knows how that's <laughs> going to go next year. Um, I'm so glad that they're 7-5, and five, though. Uh, people, you know, everybody was picking them as a last-place team this year, and it's like, guys, come on. They still have Russell Wilson. Are we forgetting that he's a top-three quarterback? Like, what the hell? I know. I know. Even I was a little, like, about to see how – you know why? I, I just worry that, like – Every year, it seemed like their offensive line just gets worse and worse. <laughs> and but, bad defense. But, yeah. but you know what? And yeah, and defense wasn't getting any better. They were getting worse and worse. But it just seems like the, the offensive line has held enough this year to allow a run game to produce, which has 
helped Russell Wilson immensely. You know, like having a run game has been like yeah. a godsend for him. Yeah. And, all right. And speaking of another godsend for Russell Wilson, uh, Tyler Lockett had another long touchdown catch this past week. How do you feel about him in like a flex? Not more though, the guy I picked. Damn it. Oh. <laughs> How do you feel about Lockett this week though, going against someone we talked about, uh, other players? Exactly. Um, like, like, a, like a Reynolds or a right, can, can I give you guys the, the conundrum that I might have? Sure. Alright, so I got Edelman, Josh Gordon, and Tyler Lockett. Edelman's, Edelman's hovering around that, you know, just 10, 10, 12 points or whatever, doing his job as, as a flex. Seven point, alright, well, actually no, like 13, 14 points usually. Hmm. Josh Gordon, they seem to just like have one drive where they focus exclusively on Josh Gordon. I know, it's so weird. It's like when they actually need to win, they'll start throwing it to him. Yeah. So, and then, I mean, Tyler Lockett, where he'll just burn everyone on the field and catch a giant, giant touchdown and make his day on one catch, like he did on the Niners. One catch for 52 yards and a touchdown. Man, I gotta tell you, I like Tyler Lockett out of all them. Yeah, it's tough. Um... I was going to say Lockett because of that boom potential. Like, he has that potential, and I just Who's don't... the boom king? I just don't... I am the boom king. I just don't trust Brady anymore. Like... I mean, I trust Brady, but he's just not as explosive as... But well, I, mean, I, don't, I don't trust him as, like... I don't trust him in the sense that, yeah, that he'll make someone like an Edelman automatic like he did two, three years ago. You know what I'm saying? Like... True. You want... Because... Because they caught Edelman for doing PEDs when he joined Brady's uh, trainer guy. Of course. So obviously Brady's doing the things. He got freaked out. Stopped doing the PEDs. And of course, of course, of course. Just um, saying. Just saying. Yeah, I mean it's it's tough because look, none of them I think have like insane ceilings because Lockett you know hasn't had over five receptions in a game this year. Exactly, that's what freaks me out about playing him. Only one game with over 100 yards. But he gets a touchdown every single game. He has nine touchdowns. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, was insane. Uh, I So I think just the touchdown potential, because our Gordon... Is Gordon getting over five receptions a game? Not really. Is Edelman? Not really. So I think he's like just... A much uh, higher chance of getting a touchdown than those two. Yeah, no, it definitely hit a bigger, definitely a much higher ceiling. And at this point, in your flex position, which where they'd probably all f- like land. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, my two receivers are Hopkins and Keenan Allen. So, so at this point, you're looking for that maybe that high ceiling guy, and I think Lockett's that guy who can get you that you know one to two catches for seventy yards and a touchdown. So. Yeah. And his floor isn't the worst. I mean, I'm trying to look at his worst game in PPR. I think uh, his worst five, game was like four points. So that's, you know what? Country. That's not terrible then. I, I, yeah, lock it. Lock it up. And after that, he hadn't had a game with, and this is PPR. He hasn't had a game under 10 points this season. Nice. Besides that one game. That's, yeah. So that's not a bad floor. There I mean, go. he's had some bad games, like three for 13, but a touchdown. Last game, one for 52, but a touchdown. touchdown. 
Uh, three for uh, two for thirty-four, but a touchdown. Okay. Um, there it is, fifty-nine, but a touchdown. I like that. It's like crazy that. how yeah, he's got stupid amount of touchdowns. Oh shit, Philly special. That was just a so, flea, that was just a flea flicker. So yeah, I mean, if his lowest scoring game, if he has only had one game under ten points this whole year, he's a high floor guy in his own way. Yeah, you go. It's nervous. It's nerve mo- wracking. <laughs> yeah, in his own way, he's a high floor guy. <laughs> the highest blood pressured, low high floor guy nice. ever. Nice. Yeah. All right. So yeah, there, there it is. Anything else about that that game you guys want to talk about? No. Nice, nice Monday night game though. Definitely. Yeah. All right. Let's go into some start sits for these high-pressured matchups that we got going uh, on. Week one of the playoffs for most people, or like the last week of your regular season. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, All right, my first uh, start set, I'm going to start, unless I'm super stacked, the Sean McCoy against the Jets. <laughs> the Jets just, I mean, they're just, they're tanking. Todd Bowles just fired him already. I don't know what they're waiting for. Uh but Sean McCoy. It's a start party. <laughs> I mean, McCoy. How did you ever think we were going to say? Did you ever think we were going to say that before the season? Nope. Nope. I, I actually say playoff game. Yeah. No. Um. And actually, if you're doing DraftKings, Zay Jones, maybe. No. What about Bills defense? Uh. Yeah, I probably do Bills defense. As of the last time they played the Jets, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So yeah, Lashawn McCoy scored two touchdowns against the Jets last time they played. Uh, in that, the Matt Barkley game, of course. Um, I can, I'll start him again. I don't think the Jets can hold him down for, for that long. Sounds like there's about to be some, uh, celebration dildos on the field in Buffalo. <laughs> oh, man. Are the dildos always celebratory or are they, I thought they were more angry. We angry know, dildos. We all know how they get those dildos in there, so they earn them. They earn it. Just uh, saying, they earn I feel it. Feel bad for the guys that have to pick them up then. <laughs> Or girls. Whatever. I, when I say guys, I mean guys. And I guys. know, I know. Uh, I gotta start. Yeah. I gotta start. We talked about it earlier. I'm gonna say it again. I'm gonna say it again and again and again and again. I like him deeper, deep, deep. Nick Mullins. Nick Mullins, baby. I'm telling you, at home, they are playing for pride. And pride counts for a lot. And what do you see? Pride. I see passion. And I see a bad motherfucker that won't take nothing from no one. And over 400 yards last week. I don't care if it's garbage time. I don't care when it is. There's no such thing as garbage time. He will get the ball to Kendall Pettis and maybe even a little Breda. Who knows? Well, Breda's out for this week. Well, and then he's out for this week. Oh, he's, oh that's right. He went out. Oh, man. That's right. Fuck. He's going to go. No, Al Morris sucks. He's gone. He wasn't even, he wasn't even active last week. Um... I don't care. Pettis looked awesome. I don't know. I saw that long run, uh, catch and run. Who knows? Maybe start of, start of something special. I'm going to go Nick Mullins in a deeper league. Like maybe in definitely two quarterback leagues. If you're, if you're, if you're frustrated with some of your quarterbacks, I like Nick Mullins. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, you can, you can throw it. You can throw a fucking tr- You can, you can throw that on him. But no, nah, Nick Mullins looks halfway decent. Alright, I got two sits and two starts all on the same team. Oh shit. Um, of a team that you might get four fantasy players of. Okay, the Philly Dallas game. I like starting, obviously, Ertz and Golden Tate, who's showing life this game. Mm-hmm. And I want to sit Alshon Jeffrey and Josh Adams. I think it's gonna be 
but this defense is really showing up in Dallas. It's going to be hard to run on them. I think it's going to be hard to blow the top off of them. So I like the possession receivers in and down the middle stuff in Ertz and Tate. And I do not like the um, the boom potential of Jeffrey or the uh, the yardage potential of Adams. Hmm. Now I agree with that too. That was actually one of my sources. I wasn't sure about it. I was going to like kind of pose a question to you guys, but I think I think you explained it pretty pretty perfectly and succinctly. Thanks. You're welcome. My, all right. I got uh, I got two starts. I think actually one start and one kind of I'm not even sure. Uh, Tyler Boyd, he defied expectations with Jeff Driscoll at quarterback. Yeah, he did. AJ Green going out for the season this time with another foot injury. He's done. Um, going against the Chargers, I almost call him San Diego. Everyone does. Uh, that defense gives up yards. They make a lot of big plays, which is the the modern defense now. It doesn't matter how many yards you give up if you can hold it to field goals and turn and get turnovers. Yep. Um, I just I think it won't be an amazing you know twenty point game. He'll get you seventy five yards, maybe a touchdown. Yeah, I mean he looked good, and he you know he was that that one one of the last catches he made on a big fucking hit he took, but he held on. I mean he looked, he's a solid receiver, man. He's coming out. I mean he's he looks good, man. I like him. Yeah, he's going to be the guy that gets targeted every time there's a target. Uh, <laughs> Wait, whoa, Alex. Him and Mixon are just fantasy options no matter how much that team is sinking. He's going to get targeted every time there's a target. Yeah. <laughs> just fucking every, yeah. every throw goes to Boyd. Pretty much. Who uh, else? Um, I, Mixon, maybe. I don't know. I, or Geo. I got to start. Um, I I feel like I'm a little worried because of uh, Sanchez. Yes. I but mean, he's actually kind of looked all right. He oh, looked okay. Besides these last few picks, he's thrown. <laughs> but. Oh, sorry. Um, we, well. The know, Giants. The Giants have allowed uh, Chase Daniel and Tariq Cohen to have that, like, 10 plus catches. Um, I feel like Chris Thompson, if they, if, if they watch the tape, they could do the same thing to the Giants that the Bears did. So. That's the kind of that's the way they're gonna have to play if they want to have a shot. So I like Chris Thompson coming next week, second game back as long as he stays healthy at the rest of this game that we're watching. Um, I like him for you know like six, seven catches, you know maybe eighty total yards and possibly a touchdown. Like it's not huge, but you know what? It's I I like it in the PPR format this week. It's so. a tough start. It is. It is. But it's I, I, I like start. what I saw with Tariq Cohen and second game back if if. Chris Thompson just gets healthier and healthier. I think he'll be more dynamic next week. I don't know if I agree with that, to be honest. But well, that's fine. That's I don't fine. have to. That's what it's all about. Life is all about, John. Not agreeing or agreeing. That's what it's all about. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna go. Um, two wide receivers playing against each other. I go for like it. Larry Fitz. You know, might be nearing the end of his career. He's playing a powder puff defense here. Now he's getting slayed. And, Oh yeah, I forgot about that. So you think he's getting slayed? The oh, whole game, yeah. Christian Kirk is, is out. For, Christian Kirk just just got put on IR as well. Yes. I did not see that. Okay, well, never mind. I didn't know Christian Kirk was out. Um, does Slay uh, follow him in the slot here? I mean, who else do they have? I was say who who are they gonna follow? Like that's true. All right, well then I just don't like wide receivers in this matchup. <laughs> either. 
in this one. Um, I don't like the running backs either besides Duke Johnson. I think the only guy you could start in this entire uh, David Johnson. battle is Johnson. What about Edmonds? And maybe Ricky Seals-Jones. Ooh, oh, my no. favorite guy besides no. Chris Herndon. No, I can't trust I can't trust Seals Jones. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, I uh, no. Uh. All right, forget I mentioned this game. Let's just <laughs> let's move on. Something else. Uh, yeah, oh I shit! Double one. throwback. I did not see Christian Kirk going IR. I am not going to cut this out though. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um. Fine. <laughs> I have two running backs. One that struggled last week and has been very hit or miss, and one. That's uh, filling in for a guy. Mark Ingram. I know it's a juicy matchup against Tampa Bay, but can you trust him in a do-or-die playoff matchup? Oh, I was going to say do-or-die. I'm like, uh, but then I was like, oh, yeah. No, playoff matchup. Like, I know it's such a juicy matchup, but it's, him and Kenyon Drake have been so frustrating for me for the season. I've, and I just, so frustrating? Oh, my God. It's the worst. You, know, you say it, and you not even near the drop. Oh, well, I don't know. I'm just thinking. <laughs> um, I love it. The, the last frustrating is pretty good. <laughs> I don't know. What do you do with Mark Ingram? And then also, Anthony, you were on the verge of saying this guy, but Jeff Wilson Jr., the guy who's replacing Matt Breida, came in. He scored double digit points against the Seahawks. No, I'd rather play Ingram. I'd rather play Ingram. And, well, I'm just, I'm just, it's not either or, I'm just oh. saying. Oh, I thought you were like, well, because you went Ingram and then you were like, okay, no, okay. Oh. And then, I mean, Jeff Wilson Jr. is playing Denver Broncos. They, you can, you can run on them. Ugh. Ugh. I just, I'm not sure, like, I'm not sure, I'm 100% not sure what to do with Mark Ingram. And Jeff Wilson Jr., this is, it's a very risky play if you have Brita, if you have Gordon and he doesn't play, or something like that. Uh, I mean, I think this is a bounce back for all the Saints. Um... I think they learned a lesson. You say they're going to run train on them, Bucks. Yeah, look, Saints lost the first game of the season to the Bucks. Yeah, in an embarrassing hot. fashion, red hot. I think they lost by like seven or eight. It points. was pretty. No, we we went over this at the time. It was <laughs> like a twenty point loss. They lost by seven points, and if they stopped Fitzpatrick, they would have had a chance to tie the game. So anyway, but calm didn't. down. They didn't. Um, they didn't though. They're going to run all over uh, Tampa Bay this this week. I think. Not. I mean, not saying they're not going to give up their fair share of points, which they will. Um, but I like Ingram, uh, to find the end zone. I like Kamara to find the end zone. I think this is going to be, there was two weeks in a row where the Saints big guys didn't do anything because two weeks ago it was all undrafted rookies or sorry, undrafted players. And last week it was nobody. Um, this week is going to get back to basics. It's going to be the Thomas show. It's going to be the Ingram show. It's going to be the Kamara show. All three are going to find the end zone. I like Ingram this week. Because they're going to get up, and I think they're going to try and run the ball a little more, and he'll be more involved. So, Wilson, I don't know about that. I mean, Lou Wilson's a very just no, of course. That's a, that's course, a that's a hail mary if you're absolutely. Ugh, if Connor's out, if Gordon's out, you have Breda. If you have, um, I can't even think of what it was another running back. I don't know, but, <laughs> but also, yeah, I mean, I there's also the. The fil- the replacement guys might be playing a huge, um, a huge role in this week of the playoffs. Justin Jackson, yeah, he looked a lot better than our uh, fantastic boy Austin Eckler uh, somehow. You can't even 
Eckler couldn't even get to the line of scrimmage. I'm saying he was getting yeah. molested. Like it was so bad. Yeah, it was kind of. It like, was. So, I felt so bad for it him. It was a dick move by the Steelers just to to keep hitting him in the backfield when he had no chance. So, yeah, that offensive line looked horrid in the first half, and yeah. Eckler couldn't find any room. So uh, we're talking about the disappointment of Eckler. Yeah, it was. It was. I mean. I, I was yelling at the TV screen last night. It yeah, was pretty they just, they just want to block for him. But then um, uh, Jalen Samuels, uh, one of a, we mentioned before, he's got the dual running back tight end designation yeah. too. So if Con- Connor's out, that's an even more valuable guy. If the Gus Busters for some reason can't play, Kenneth Dixon maybe. Yeah. Like who had a bunch of carries. But this might be like, it's a, a wacky week for running backs. Yeah, there's five guys. About Justin Jackson, do you, yeah, you really like him? yeah, maybe. I mean, they, and Jeff Wilson Jr. is is another backup running back that might have a big part to play in the first week of the playoffs. So, yeah, until he faces a couple staunch defenses after this week, but yeah, yeah he might be serviceable for a week. So, it's a, you know, it's a lot to think about when, especially going to your waiver wire for a lot of these players, you know. So, yeah, I mean, I got no more start hits for now. I mean, I want to. I want to get to uh, I want to get to our favorite point. Oh, you mean when John's heart? Oh, wow! Oh, I'm yeah. bringing it back. All right, fine. All right, let's let's make this heart quick. Okay, uh, tougher defense to go up against fantasy wise, Baltimore or Dallas? You know, like this week coming or forever? Just like just for the se- for like the rest of the season. Rest of the season? Yeah. I'm gonna say Baltimore. I'm gonna say Dallas. Interesting. Nope. The only reason why I say Baltimore is because I feel like their turnover potential is, is better. That's why. That's the only reason why I say Dallas because I feel Baltimore's <laughs> turnover potential is better. Oh, uh, okay. I think you're gonna say that's the reason why I say Dallas because their turnover potential is better. Because okay. I think Baltimore's a better defense than Dallas because the turnovers are just really important. Yeah. But I like. I it's just year every year I'll say it and. um because every year it's been true with Dallas, they just play such a possession game. Yeah. Um, and with their offensive line getting healthier and uh, Zeke being Zeke, I just think they give the offense so much less time to work. I mean, I really got to start looking at statistics for this to see if this is actually true. <laughs> but I just think the <laughs> offense gets less possessions. Yeah. And the defense is above average now, which adds to that style of play. So I don't think the defense is better than Baltimore's defense. I think your fantasy players just get less of an opportunity. Yeah, uh, Dallas, I don't think, has scored double-digit defensive points this year yet. When I last checked, I think that was true. But uh, I'm going Baltimore, so is that Anthony? Yep. Nice. Anthony gets the point. If it's which defense I'd rather... Use it's definitely Baltimore. Well then, too bad, too late. I still yep, too late. <laughs> As that was on you. All right, uh, Kenyon Drake rest of you. You asked the question differently. Well, Kenyon Drake rest of season uh, versus New England at Minnesota versus Jacksonville. Would you are are you trusting him or are we busting him? Oh, busting him. Big bust. Yeah, I mean, New trusting e- that he busts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Trust that he busts because New England, uh, Minnesota, Jacksonville. Yeah, those are tough. That's tough games. So if you have him, you're probably saving him for for the rest of 
for your playoff stretch unless you have shit running backs. He just had a he just had a touchdown in the last game, and I'm not. He also him. only had like thirty total. That's leaders. what I'm saying. That's why I'm not trusting him. I think it's, a, it's an aberration. So, yep. Good night, Drake. Okay. Uh, I mean, I, I agree with that. Both good points. Uh, Aaron Rodgers without McCarthy, is he going to go on a reign of terror and just start dropping bombs everywhere, or does the bottom just drop out of the Packers and they fall apart? Think Baker Mayfield a few games after Hugh Jackson is gone, which means yes. Yeah, I think Aaron Rodgers bomb drop game right here. Actually, and at home versus Atlanta, yeah, he's gonna fucking throw for three seventy five and like three four touchdowns. It's gonna be nice. Yeah, I like his um prop bets on DraftKings this week. Speaking of DraftKings, did either of you get an invite from DraftKings to their um opening party celebration in Atlantic City? I guess they're getting like their own bar or something in Atlantic City. They sent me a free, free drink and a free $5 bet. Ooh. I don't know. I actually haven't checked. Maybe because you fucking bet so much more than I do. You also, just it. so many brands send emails around this time. I just like, I just swipe and delete. Oh, I got a letter. Ooh. Oh, you got a letter in the mail? Ooh, wow, fancy. And, oh, and wow. The fancy. Was, the, waiver, the voucher was in the letter. When, it, when, fancy, it, when, it, when is it? Either this Sunday, either this Sunday or maybe next Sunday. Oh, that's pretty sweet. Oh, the reason why I ask is because we go down the weekend of the Super Bowl every year. That's why. So that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yep. Abandon your baby to go gamble and drink. Hell yeah! Once a year. <laughs> Once a year. Uh, <laughs> all right. This one's a little tongue in cheek, but it's also kind of serious because of all the tight end injuries. Chris Herndon outlook for the rest of the playoffs. At Buffalo versus Houston versus Green Bay. Sam Darnold's going to be back. I don't know if that helps or hurts or what. Um, but is he even, is he worth rostering if you're one of those unlucky tight end owners that had gotten put on IR for the rest of the, I'd, rest of the season? I'd still rather have someone like Trey Burton. Um, alright, uh, Chris Herndon versus, uh, Gerald Everett versus John Smith. Fine, Herndon John, to make you happy. To no. win your heart, I'll go Herndon. Yeah, he's gonna win you. No, I'm gonna say Everett. All right, well, John, I, I'm, not, I'm not gonna win your heart. I'm not gonna do it just to appease you, John. Right, well, <laughs> that is why you don't, you don't ever win my heart. Uh, I won it once. I won <laughs> that it is once. Fine. <laughs> is, uh, that, is that it? Are we done this game? Also, uh, I mean, yeah, probably. I mean, that, that's tied. The other one, it doesn't make sense because Gordon's probably coming back. But Eckler versus Justin Jackson, so. Can't really get. I mean, I'm going Eckler just because because he's our boy. Yeah, yeah, that's what I would say, but no matter. I'm just gonna cross that off. Fine. All right, so now it is time for everyone's favorite segment, the boys of the week. You know what that means. Oh, I like the fact that it was really loud. Oh, very nice. so loud. Very good. You got to turn that down. Very good. No, no, put it up if anything. Uh, okay, so last week I dominated you guys. I got first place. Anthony got third, and yeah. Brian, uh, I mean Anthony got second. Brian nice got second, and uh, Brian came up the rear because David Moore got zero points. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Who was my other guy besides Dan Arnold? Uh, because Dan Arnold almost had a touchdown. That son of a bitch. You had uh, Josh Reynolds, so you had like eight total points. Okay, nice. 
Wow. I came in drinking Corzon. So, and Ryan had, uh. Who was this other guy besides Moore? Nijoku. Oh, oh god, he had like negative points for a while. Negative yards for a while. He <laughs> yeah, didn't have a good game. Nah, uh, look, great. again, this is why they're boys and this is why you pick opposite of our boys. Although my boys actually were a little bit, they turned into tiny men. I, so I'm, uh, I'm up by six <laughs> over Brian for the, for the year long standings and he's Who up. Who are your boys? Cortland Sutton and Kenny and Drake. Yeah. Touchdown, yeah, touchdown. Yeah, had a great game. Yeah. So, uh, alright, my first boy, if he plays. Whoa, whoa, whoa! No, no, no! You no, got, you got to, you got to be in or out on your boy. No, bro. first off, first off, we've we've done we've done this before. Oh, come on! You're either in and your boy. First off, this is estab- established yeah, 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 as a precedent. Yeah, 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 boy, boy. Come on, you going all in okay. on your boy? Do you want to rephrase that, Brian? Or nope. All right, well, on your boy, in on your boy. Okay, uh, I'm going Gus Edwards at Kansas City. I believe we talked about this earlier. Why, why we like him this week if he plays? All right, you Gus busting it. Yep. I get it. Choo-choo. Yeah, okay. the guy ride the Gus bus every now and then. That's weird. I'm not, I'm not, buy the ticket, take take the ride. I'm not used to going second, but he's still a boy. He's not yet a man. You sure? And he's always our boy. And his name is Theo Riddick. Theo. I mean... Oh, Theo, when he needs a win, he's pulling out the Theo. Carry on Johnson. The original boy. He's not playing. Even if he does, which he's not, he'll be extremely limited. Oh, my God. Theo, uh, I mean, Cameron Johnson's kind of fucked me down the stretch of, uh, of the wow. Haters Club. Forced me to play Jalen Richard, and luckily he got like 10 points. That's pretty good, Leslie. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, Riddick gonna catch like 7 to 8 passes, cause that's just what happens, and he's gonna go for 75 yards and a touchdown, cause Riddick is the man. He will be a man. That's it, that's all I got. I love Brian. it. Alright, I mean, I'm just gonna, I started, the podcast um, being bold with this guy. I'm going to finish the podcast being bold with this guy. I'm going QB Josh Allen. Oh, I like it. Look at this guy. I like it. Trying to get more rushing yards than Theo Riddick. I mean, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a, that's, a <laughs> that's a given. That's a given. Maybe more than the Gus Bus. Who knows? Josh Allen was the third ranked rusher this past like 135 week. yards. No, I like it. No, it's not a bad play. I mean, it is a quarterback, so, you know, we do take that into consideration. It will be weighted differently. I don't yeah. know how. John has We'll figure out that. Uh, I'll, so I'll put it in the algorithm. And, like, I should have, like, scales and stuff. So yeah, we'll, we'll figure um, <laughs> my second and final boy is Mike Williams going up against Cincinnati in L.A. Uh, Cincinnati defense is just horrendous trash. Fire burning. Um, Marvin Lewis somehow still an NFL coach. Dude, he's going to be the coach next year because his contract's not up until after next year and uh, the Bengals are cheap as fuck. I don't get how you own an NFL franchise and you're cheap as fuck and won't, McCarthy, won't pay a guy one more year. McCarthy's going to be the coach. Well, no, he'll, he'll be the coach of the Browns probably. But, um, yeah, I'm going Mike Williams. He'll have like three catches for 90 yards and a touchdown. That's, that, that's two too many catches. I'll have one catch for anything other touchdown. I'd be pretty impressive. Too many catches. He will not have a catch, but he will have 90 yards in a touchdown. Somehow, yeah. Somehow it'll happen. Um, my second boy, we, we, we talked about him a bit before. Um, came back last week to, uh, really bad game all around from the mm-hmm. entire team. And it's going to be Trey, Trey Quan Smith of New Orleans at Tampa. Saints going to get back to basics. Said the boy, the, the the men are gonna get their their touchdowns. 
But the young the young ones are also going to get fed as well. Drew Brees is going to be like a zookeeper. And he, from the Drew Brees is just going to be he's a zookeeper. He's, he's going to feed cho- all the animals. He's, he's going to be chewing up the food feed. in his own mouth yeah. and feeding it to the young he's gonna, ones. He's going to feed everybody. Exactly. Everyone's going to get fed in this game. Traquan Smith is going to be one of them. Five, four, 90 and a touchdown. Traquan Smith doing his thing against the pitiful Tampa Bay defense. Traquan Smith was my backdoor boy. <laughs> that sounds weird. <laughs> Do you want to rephrase that? Um, Brian, your last boy. Last boy. I'm going with another with a, another young boy. Um, young boy. Michael Gallup against Ooh. Philadelphia. Three for fifty-two and a touchdown. I think he makes a circus catch. Ooh. I think that's a you. Ha- you have a um, all newcomer boy. Picks, Brian. Oh, yeah, look at Newcomer Josh boys. Josh Allen and Michael Gallup. <laughs> oh, yeah, when they, we have not picked these boys. <laughs> Add these boys to the boy train. <laughs> wow. Choo-choo. Well, these boys could um, go on the guest bus if they like. Play the room. <laughs> oh, we'll see about that. Oh, this sounds terrible. All right, so that's that's enough for us. Um, I think so. Yeah. All right, so uh, follow us on Twitter at Fantasy underscore Lines. We're asking, we're answering questions, not asking questions. We ask questions too. sometimes. <laughs> ask you guys a bunch of questions. <laughs> um, we we need help. No, uh, we're, we're answering a bunch of questions, especially with playoffs coming up. Yes. Um, Plenty. Yeah, ask all your playoff questions, but big time, big time, baby. But Same. also, don't blame us if they don't work out. Never blame us. And don't pick our boys. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely don't pick our boys. Which sucks because I have Gus Edwards, so hopefully he does all right. Oh yeah, you son of a bitch, you ruined us all. Um, wow. But yeah, on Twitter is the best place to find us. But we are obviously on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music. Um, also, a bunch of random ones. Random, yeah. Well, we're, we're just, honestly, if you type in Fantasy Lens Podcast, you will find us. Um, also, if you want to email us at fantasylenspodcast at gmail.com, we are there as well. Also, send regular mail to 522. Don't East send John, regular East mail. Washington Street. Whatever he's saying. That wasn't even a full address. Fantasy lenses for your eyes, you could also Google Fantasy Lens. Yeah, it's a weird just thing. Do not put the podcast in. And, yeah. Uh, and you'll find some Fantasy Lenses as well. Um, but yeah, the best place again, Twitter. Ask us all your questions. We are here to help you, as we have been for the past almost four years now. So, good luck in your week 14 matchup, and we'll hopefully see you next week for your next week of the playoffs. Peace.